Hey there, Lions fans. Welcome to the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. We've got Randy, Tom, and myself, Rich, here. And special guest Rocky is back with us. Hey, hey Rock, what's going on, buddy? Hey, thanks for having me here. Yeah, yeah. really enjoy this. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to get into, on uh, I don't know, a few things this week. Uh, there's a great video uh, about the uh, pre-draft and draft experience. Um, and... A lot of uh, camp battles that we'll be getting into that now that the media accessibility to the OTAs and the mini camps, whether mandatory or not, um, is over. Uh, we won't get any more real news or, or video clips. Uh, well, maybe some video clips, but they won't be uh, anything from... What do you call those? Uh, well, probably just insiders, photos. right? Yeah, probably yeah. just some photos. Yeah, no, no, no insider information from right. uh, the Pride of Detroit or no, uh, Risden or anything. The team. Yep, and so that stuff is all geared towards uh, self-promotion. <laughs> so you know, you, you don't you have to glean from 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 all that. Yep. And, uh, we'll see what they're snippets. trying to, to push. Yeah. Snippets. Snippets. Yep. Snippets. Yes. Snippets. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're, let's start with uh, the, some camp battles on the on the offensive side because there's no uh, no real transactions this week. Nothing nothing happened to uh, change the not too much uh, the outlook of the team. <coughs> I, I, I like the uh, uh, the pos- oh I I forgot to tell <laughs> sorry Randy the, the viewers and listeners and listeners uh, where we're coming from. Lions, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, Get your fishing pole out of my face, there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying not to, to hook Rocky with their, my 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 back. With your whatever my backhand. Yeah, is that what they call it? And, uh, <laughs> your cast. My cast. Yes. There you go, buddy. <laughs> yes. The yeah. wicked back bass lure. There. Uh, wicked, wicked, wicked. From the movie Funny Farm, Chevy Chase, the classic where he's on the boat and he hooks the guy in the oh. in the ear. <laughs> in the ear. <laughs> Right. Oh man, it, it kind of. I had a bad day fishing one time. I cast the pole out and it grabbed the other pole. I had the boat. He threw it out in the lake. It was like, <laughs> so Rocky's <sighs> Rocky's favorite fishing spot is Dutchman's Bay here in on Lake Charlevoix, just uh, between Ironton and East Jordan <coughs> on the uh, closer to the, East Jordan, the northeast end of the south arm of Lake Charlevoix, and. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful out here. Uh, great weather this week. Uh, not as hot as it had been. Uh, we all went through a big, big air conditioning phase there. <laughs> yeah, for a week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, Typical uh, northern Michigan. Yep. Uh, so it's great. Um, so hey, if you're coming up, uh, East Jordan's got their their festival coming up, the Freedom Festival. Uh, shoot. Uh, Bring a fishing pole. Ellsworth on. has their. Uh, their festival coming, I, th- I believe, uh, the week after that. Both involve fireworks. Charlevoix's got the Venetian later on in July. All these festivals. Uh, it's festival season is upon us. Um, yeah, Cherry Festival from Traverse Cherry City. Cherry Festival. We just finished up the, the trout tournament in the, the Charlevoix trout tournament this yeah. last weekend. Yeah. So, uh, so what, what kind of fish are you hoping to catch there in Dutchman's Bay? Walleye. Walleye. I love a good pan-fried walleye. Oh, 
That is the best eating freshwater fish probably, uh, and, and second to perch, yep. and then yep. you go panfish after that, yep. and uh, whitefish. Good bluegill. The nice thing about Lake Charlevoix is yep. Lake Charlevoix connects to Lake Michigan, so anything goes, anything can migrate into Lake Michigan. You're liable to catch just about any species of fish. Biggest uh, pike I ever seen in my life was at Lake Charlevoix. In Lake Charlevoix, there's yep. there's some monster pike there. And uh, and also it has its own resident uh, lake trout population and uh, whitefish and Save all it. of that. It's almost like a great lake in itself. So is the lake trout coming back? Is that the deal where it was kind of disappearing for a while? Well, the the DNR really concentrated their efforts on uh, stepping up the planting of lake trout because they're indigenous to right. the state, so they've been here all along. Uh, whereas some of the other salmon and trout species were um, were, were introduced, and uh, even yeah. the steelhead trout was introduced, but it was introduced in like late 1800s, early 1900s. They actually brought smolts. They brought these smolts by rail car, from, and they kept uh, them from alive the Pacific, from the West right? Coast, yeah. from say Oregon and the state of Washington. Yep. And uh, it was it was a great uh, it was a great thing they did because it was successful, and these fish almost became. They're not indigenous, but they became native because they were able to naturally reproduce and they took to the Great Lakes so well that uh, it, it created an awesome fishery. Then in the 60s, with the um, alewife population, that yeah. uh, oh, went, it just it sort of a, uh, it blew up and you had polluted beaches with oh, dying alewives and it was an issue. Awful. And that's when, the, that's when they introduced the cohos and the, and the Chinook salmon, the king salmon. And when they did that, those fish went on a feeding spray yeah, and there were some of the largest uh coho king salmon uh you know ever recorded that were caught in the great lake so they took real well um so but as in recent years the dnr has concentrated efforts on sort of bolstering the population of the indigenous fish such as the lake trout and they have done very well and uh, you you see there's a lot of complaints uh, from anglers because they'd rather catch the others and they don't, you know, lake trout has always been, has always seemed to be sort of a, a lesser of of that grouping. However, the mm -hmm. diet of the Lake Michigan lake trout has seemed to change with the forage changing too. So right, now the flesh of the lake trout is becoming more, is, bec is actually becoming uh, sor sort of more choice, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, than it was once. Yeah, and and so that and that has to do with that forage, and uh, <coughs> so that's where we're at uh, with that. And and the lake trout are, you know, they're coming on strong, and uh, you know, it's so it's great good. job by the fisheries. Fish, uh, fish, yeah. uh, it's nature, and you know, nature is going to have the final say. So, yeah. you know, you can only do so much, and then uh, you hope for the best. Absolutely, especially for the Great Lakes. So let's keep those Asian carp where they are in the Great Lakes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, keep okay. them the other side of Chicago. Let's yeah. just keep it there and keep that stuff away. Uh, but, you know, uh, Frank Ragno is quite the fisherman himself. Yes, and uh, I don't think he has much of a camp battle this year. The starting offensive line yeah. doesn't seem to have a whole lot of, <coughs> of a battle. It seems like Halapulu Vati Vitae is rounding out nicely at the right guard position. So the real battle there is who's going to, you know, 
Okay, Who, you, who's going to fill out the 53 you, on the interior line? You got two spots open and three guys two, going for two, two spots. Yeah. Well, I'd say about five guys that are vying for those interior three spots. Sure. Well, especially if uh, if Crosby's not around, then it, yeah. it opens the door for more. There, but yeah, and I we didn't think see. he's gonna be. I think he'll be around. So. But, yeah, I yeah. think he will be too. If you want to talk a little bit about Crosby, um, you know, Crosby has value, and and the fact that you know he, somebody yeah. you know brought up that yeah you, you know they're throwing out trades or or somebody called about a trade, again that's that shows some of the openness of this regime. They're letting you know. You know his agent know you know what his position is there's talk out there and they're being open about it and that's good because uh, he does have value i don't think anybody's going to want to give up i mean they they're not going to give him away so so um they know he has value and they have he has value to the team as well and uh especially i mean he's a great swing tackle so you throw him a, a really nicely developing nelson in there you know i you know i think you know skipper dan is uh, Dan Skipper is going to be probably the odd guy out, and they've got a couple other guys in yep, there. I agree. You know, uh, too that, bad that you know brought in for camp battles and whatnot. Um, Toby Craver. Well, he's more inside. He's, an he's, inside guy, right? he's a guy that that might be in the mix there with Stenberg. Behind uh, Vitae. And, yeah, and Eric right, Hyde. Right. And, Eric and Hyde. Brown and Hyde. And, yeah. Right. I, I think Brown's got an upside there. With you know, he's already played center. Right. Here. Well, behind Brown, there was uh, the the other setter that uh, Drake Jackson. That that's yeah. that's yeah, where the, the that battle there you go yeah. between yeah. Brown he's a, and Jackson. He's a smaller Jackson. guy, you know. He's like six two, two ninety two. Yeah, know, type type right. guy, but good tech, you know, good with his hands, good with his feet. Good but I agree with you. Kind of stuff. Brown would probably beat him up because he does have well, better but those are the camp battles. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll then see. Does Brown beat out? Or Big thing with the line Kramer. was we didn't really get a lot from OTA or OTAs or the minicamp this last week with the, with offensive or defensive line because it was pretty much you know they're off doing their own drills they weren't part of the seven and sevens um, they right. we didn't no get a lot of feedback from you know the media they were kind of looking to say okay yep it was pretty pretty much these were the you know the top five on the offensive line. Outside of that, they were saying guys were being mixed around. Um, same thing with defensive line. It was different hard downs, to see what was really going on. Um, they really more focused on, you know, some of the some of the uh, you know more skilled players doing the seven on sevens and so forth. Running backs obviously was a big focus this this uh, last week. Um, Good with, competition with, with there. Swift and Williams being standouts going out in the passing game, whether they were coming out of the backfield or in the slot. You can expect to use these guys. If you go back, you know, to one of Dan Campbell's early uh, uh, media uh, sessions there, he, he talked about, well, shoot, I mean, this guy was swift. I mean, you know, I've seen him go out wide. There's no reason you can't swing him out wide. This was months ago. They kind of called him an Elvin Kamara type. Yes, and I believe that's what the way they're going to use him. So the real the battle here at running back is your backup, your third, your fourth guy. Yeah, so between Derek you got Mills. Jefferson, you got Mills, you got uh, the new guy that came in. Uh, Ward, Michael Ward, Michael the second. Ward. You know, that's where the battle is between those two guys. You know, like I, I kind of figure that that you know, you're going to have Williams, so you're going to have uh, uh, 
Swift. Swift and, and, and then your Jefferson and uh, the, the 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 fourth guy is going to be where you're you got you got Derek Mills and, and Ward. Right. Michael Ward. So right. there's your there's your battle for for the running backs. You know? Always remember that you know these are all just hypothetical going in because well yeah. everybody you know cuts right down to their 53. There might be a couple of guys out there that we like. Right. That, but know, at this point in time, right yeah, here, right, right now, now, right now, you know our running backs look good in the passing game. Yeah. And the right. real battle there is just for the backup. Yep, role. exactly. Well, I, yeah. I think right there, I mean, y you point out that these backs have finesse ability. And when you have that, I think really if you can sort of find a pound, those pounding backs and give those those difficult pounding yards inside, you sort of preserve um, the talent of, the, of your backs that can come out of the backfield and catch passes also. Right. And also run the ball, too. I'm not saying, oh, you, you don't want to... You know, you don't want to give them their carries, right. um, but if you need like that one yard, if you've got that power back, yeah. you can you can you can keep some of that um, some of that punishment off of those skilled yeah. players. Yeah, I see. Yep. I see Derek Mills as being that power back, and I haven't really uh, heard a lot about what's going on with White, but I did hear something good. I can't remember exactly what it was, but well, his, Warren and Mills are both guys that are up there in that 220 plus range. Okay. So right. those are the guys that are really going to be looking there for that extra power. But I heard that uh, I I read that that one is more of a power back and the other one's more of a power finesse runner. Mills is Mills more, more of the power. Back. Mills has got really good vision. Oh, I know. I mean, I've watched his yeah. tape. Yeah, too. He, he follows his I blockers. Find He's got good white. vision. Or, or uh, whatever. Warren. Warren, Warren, yeah, yeah, yeah I can't yeah, find anything yeah, on him. It's a little bit more of just a, a beast, you know, beast mode kind of kind of guy. Could practice you know, quite. One bad, thing yeah. I, was I was looking over the the, the uh, roster and and they have this year Swiftless at five nine, of course, five nine two fifteen. So I mean that's solid. That is solid. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it, they, he can go up the middle. It's not that he can't. It, and the same with Swift. He's he's a big boy. He can go oh, up we're talking about Swift. You mean same, I mean, same Williams. Williams? Yes, Small. Williams. Yeah. Right. But and then so you don't know what. It's not like you're bringing one in to to, to no, do this and the other to, to do that. And yeah, that's they, why they say Jamar Jefferson had a good or a bad first day, and on oh, Thursday, catching. Yep. yeah, catching the ball, and then on Tuesday he came around and caught everything, including a bad pass. Yep. Um, yep. From boy, right? So right? Boyd, and that was that was from Jeff Risden, one of his reports, live from the, the sweaty parking lot <laughs> in Allen Park. What do you feel about our, our running back situation, Rocky? I like it. I, I it's incredible that uh, you know they were able to sign Jamal Williams. Uh, Green Bay did us a favor, as far as I'm concerned, in the division. I thought he was an electric player. I had him on my uh, fantasy team last year, and uh, nice. when the other guy, when they're when the uh, the guy went down, the, the the starter, and he was sort of like their second back. When he went down, Jamal Williams, he he got me some great points in fantasy. I mean, like a start as a starter, so right. he has that ability, and I think he's kind of electric to me. I like the, his personality, and uh, he certainly. You won't they, have Aaron Rodgers checking out of all the runs. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, and they they knew what they were doing when they when you know when they signed him. Uh, that was a great signing. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's infectious, very infectious yeah. kid. Uh, great the guy will love his attitude out there dancing in between plays. And, 
Right, and, right. Know, You've got a great, great absolutely. attitude, great, great personality. And just I, full, he, now, let's say fullback. Jamal Williams just did a, uh, a little video with for, for the Lions with the... Uh, they called up uh, with a video chat or Zoom or however they do that uh, yeah. with uh, uh, what they call the, the MVP, which is the most valuable protector. And uh, it was someone, I, I think she was with the Lions organization, maybe, um, maybe not, but uh, uh, basically uh, doing sanitizing, uh, someone that uh, was working in sanit sanitation, sanitizing right. um, places and, and working through everything and making sure everyone was safe. And, and, and the way he was thanking her got her crying, and then, oh, he, and then he started tearing up, and he was he was just like, I, I said, I can't do it. I, I, I'm crying. I'm out. Very emotional, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the, so support, awesome. yeah, the support out there for everybody that's working so hard, you know, to, to be able to get out there is amazing. Yeah, it definitely. You know, enough cannot be said for all those workers out there. And, and okay. not only in the medical field, but just the frontline workers and the people that were working in the grocery stores and just, you know, everywhere. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, uh, you know, at, back then, let's say we go back a year and something and... You know, you go to the grocery store and you're like, oh, these people, like, wow, they are so brave in here working. I'm afraid to be in here for 15 <laughs> minutes, a half hour. I got to be in here. And uh, no, really, it, it was it was a big thing, and it's unbelievable. And I, I just can't thank those those people enough. I mean, yeah, no doubt. Uh, there, there's one more thing I like to bring up about uh, wide receivers. Is, is well, we wanted to get into wide receivers. Oh, okay. We haven't even brought, got into them yet. Okay. No, we were going to go to so fullback. We were, you can bring up a whole bunch. Of you wanted to bring up fullbacks? Yeah, Tom was, well, I was just going to say that we, we, you know, they, they let Bond go, so we're down to just Cabinda. I, I know somebody the other day was talking about one of our tight ends as well, one of the backup tight ends. So I was going to kind of mold into the tight ends and kind of wrap that up. Sure, fullbacks, halfbacks. And, uh, but uh, one of the fullbacks. Or one of the tight ends, uh, the kid from Notre Dame, Hosman. Uh, yeah, was was they were talking about. I mean, as an H back could fill in that that blocking role. Right. Uh, was another guy that that had that outside chance of making the the fifty three, you know, or being brought up at some point. Well, just know, if you remember, he's that extra, you know, guy. That yeah. Do you know? Do we keep? Do we keep four tight ends? Well, that's you if know? you remember a couple of weeks back, I mentioned that I think they're going to keep tight four tight ends. Right. right. I kind of changed my mind on that, basically because I think Darren Fells is your H back. You know, and if he can play H back, that gives him both tight roles. He's a pretty big boy. He's man. a big he boy. H back. Well, isn't he okay. six seven? Yep. Yeah. Like two seventy. Yeah. Well, he's a he's a welcome addition to come oh, yeah, back. Absolutely. I can tell you a story, okay? Uh, this he is came, the, he came out this week saying he he's gonna uh, he give loves, he's gonna he help get me. Hawkinson a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, I think he really likes coming back. I just, Go I'm gonna take a quick uh, story about Darren Fells, yeah. and, and what this is is when I go to a Lions game, part of my routine is to get there super early in the morning so I can park for free at the Greektown Casino. Mm -hmm. yes, so if you get there by 10 in the morning, you can usually park for free and you don't have to gamble for a half hour to get your free parking. <laughs> and that's secret right there. It is. And so, and from there, I walk down, we go to the Don't Greektown. have to gamble or nothing. No. A story of bakery. So I'm in the bakery and I'm looking over my selection. I always go there for the cannolis. Right? I love cannolis. Okay, so here's the deal. So this guy comes in there, and, and uh, he starts talking to me. And this is back, uh, was it 
four years, three years ago, four years ago when Darren Fells was with the Lions? Yep. Okay, so, and uh, he's from Arizona, and he is his, uh, Darren Fells' neighbor in Arizona, lives next door to him. <laughs> so he's showing me these pictures on his cell phone, meeting Matt Stafford. Yep. He, like, he went to, like, a, a thing where... You know, he was able to meet all these Lions players, and then oh, now, so now I'm talking to him at the bakery, and he's asking me what I recommend, and I'm like, get the cannolis, get the cannolis, get the cannolis. <laughs> and then he was asking me, or he was saying that they had a great time, and they went to Canada, so they went to the ballet in Canada, if you will, and, uh, and I told him, well, today's Sunday, so you won't be able to go to Canada because the ballet's closed, but... You could go to a place called the Landing Strip in Romulus, and he'd love that advice. Yeah, the opera. So I had to interject that, but that was he was Dar Darren Fell's neighbor. And then when Darren Fell's did not sign the next year, I thought, well, I'm not going to see that guy again. Yeah. Dang it! Right. And now. Now I might back. see him again oh, at, the, at the bakery. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. a welcome addition. Get the cannolis. He'll buy a cannoli on his way out. <laughs> oh, oh, so a lot of talk about Lee's Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Because they and it sounds like they're they're not looking for a a, a strict if the numbers that I heard, they, they said three guys. We're the three guys, and you know, three guys. Yeah, so you heard three a lot, right? Yeah. So, and, yeah. and if what you typically want to do, and that third guy, I don't think he's just going to be a blocker. No, he's going to have to be a bit of a swing guy. Yep. And Fells is going to be your blocker, and then you're going to have your swing guy. Yep. Well, and a pass well, catcher, but he's going to be heavy on the blocker. That's more reason, than Hawkinson, right? That's the reason why I thought maybe he'd make a good H-back, because he is a blocker tight end. Right, you know? but this, the third guy is going to be your H-back, I think. Right, so, so let me ask you this. You guys think they're going to go with four tight ends, or do you think they're I don't going think so. I don't think so. The, the, who, the, who's who's going to play the, the, the H-back role? I'm just Mac. saying, you know, with the outside chance that, like, say, Cabinda got hurt, then you'd have somebody. Then, then if there's no fullback, then right. I'd go four tight ends, you know, to start. Right. In that type of situation. Injury replacements. But it's going to be tough to get them on there unless, unless you only go with five wide receivers. Right. You know, and if they go or with three running they, backs and, and a fullback. If this offense is going to be a two tight end heavy offense, you know, they, they might. They might go with four. They might. And they, the, spreading the number three around there for a couple weeks between Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell could be a smokescreen. We don't know. Yeah. Know? Because, uh, I see him going a lot of two tight end. What do you think? Who? who Hunter, Hunter Bryant got hurt. Yeah, I mean, he's on the nine. And he's missing one. When is he going to expose him to come back? You know? Oh, he's, yeah. Designated to return. Maybe we don't know yet. Yeah. It's early. There's no, uh, still yeah. no injury reports coming out. It, that'll be training yeah. camp type stuff yeah. to see if he's eligible to come back. So you know that's what I think they originally would intended the H back guy to be was Hunter Bryant. Well, he's more of a pass catcher. Well, that too. <laughs> I mean, Elise Mack's going to be a nice uh, H back. He can play some H back. So can Hawkins. Yeah, no. can block too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mac, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of his weakest area of his game, really. That's kind of why he's been bounced around a little. He was actually drafted in the seventh round, right? Okay. By New Orleans Saints. Right. 
Yeah. So, so if you can have fellows that was like three years ago, he's been continued to develop. There you go. Well, I think they could run a two tight end set, and then they could throw to either one of them. I, I, I when That's when Fells was with the Lions that that year, he dropped uh, a crucial yeah, end zone did. pass. Yeah, he sure did. But then when he was playing for these other teams, well, uh, he seemed to be very clutch. Yeah. yeah, you know. So he just said that most of the time he was asked to be a blocking tight end. In Texas this last year, he was asked to be a pass catcher. So when he knew what his role was. You know, type thing. I mean, he could do it. Yeah. The guy's 35 years old still. I mean, he's only been in the league, what, like seven years or something? <laughs> yeah, eight years, I think, yeah. His eighth year going in. And, uh, right. you know, okay. I, I, that was an you interesting know. signing. I, it was very I, interesting. Well, in, 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 I think so he didn't like the regime. He was the, he was the first one to leave Patricia, you know, that year. He was yeah, gone, but, you yeah. know, in like freaking, I don't think it was March yet. And he's like, I'm out. You know, <laughs> Super Bowl was hardly over, and, and he was somewhere else, you know, um, which well, was too bad. Well, he got more money. And I mean, then, he and, yeah. he, I mean, he tripled his salary. Absolutely, yeah. He came in here for, for basically league minimum, right? you know, for Quinn. And yeah. um, Quinn wanted him to come back, you know, for the, basically the same price. And, you know, he was just offered, you know, like, I think he got 3.7. You know, yeah, where'd so. he go? Do you like Seattle or something? Well, or? I don't know. It seems it like he went Arizona? someplace for one year and then he it was went Arizona. to Texas for like three. Yeah, he went to Arizona first, which Arizona. is okay. That's you right. do it there. Yeah. Arizona yeah. and then to Texas. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So he went back to Arizona. Right. Yeah. 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 So he's done well. He did well in Texas in, in either role, you know. Um, and I would have liked to keep him, and I would, and I thought he was worth more than the minimum. Right. Honestly, but yeah, uh, yeah he well, was he back. Yeah. They, they wanted. They wanted. Gone to Quinn Texas wanted Jesse first, James. Know, but you know, so. right. They end up with Jesse James. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, but Fels is back now, and he's in a whole lot Another better situation. Pen. And I think we he's in a, a place where Cheers. he can be a lot more successful than he was before. Yeah, so, and he loves Hawkinson. Yeah, you know, and and that whole. I think the, the, you're going to see a lot of tight ends. I think you're going to see a lot of Hawkinson. You know, what's the over? I mean, what do you think that he? he what's yeah, the outside chance that he leads the team in receptions? Fouls? Seven. No. Oh, Hawkinson. Oh, yeah. And that's seventy, eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, they got a high, a high percentage of that too. Yeah, I think I think he will be his number one wide receiver. If you remember right, it wasn't Todd when you brought it up that that. Uh, the two positions uh, were at the Rams that were got the well, most receptions. The Chiefs, but or yeah, Chiefs, was, yeah. Yeah, tight yeah, ends. Tight ends and the slot receivers. Yeah. And what did we do? We, you know, we we're beefing up our then, tights, yeah. tight ends, and we got Ramon uh, St. Brown, and, and now Sage Surratt coming on, too, another guy that can play. Really yeah, there's a slot. lot of wide receivers. Rocky, did you want to say anything more about tight ends? Well, I just think I think the future's bright. And I, when you look at the offensive line, and you have okay, so you, now you can line up one of your uh, running backs in the slot as a slot receiver, right? And then you got a, a tight end there that can fly, and so it just it opens everything up. And, and sure, let, yeah. whichever one you have in the backfield as a running back, right. that's a threat. So the offensive line they can either run the ball or they're able to you know uh, send DeAndre Swift. You know, deep on a linebacker, or you know, into the slot, or or you know, so all these right. things uh, look like they could, you know, be a very um, effective offense. Yeah, I, I think I'd like the idea of seeing a double tight end set, but move Hawkinson out into the slot. It did bring in 
all three tight ends. Oh, so that's a tri that, triple that, tight end. So that's yeah. not a well, double tight end. And they rode the ball. In short yardage. Right, when three, you, three, right one. now, though, I think with the Lions, though, you just I don't want to see um, the running backs overly sort of worked. I mean, I, I, you know, and I, that's my thing. It's like, you know, if you could limit carries on guys on a, on a down year that, you know, I, we're all optimistic and you have to be, you know, but in reality, um, there's a lot more that needs to be done defensively, right? I mean, to, in order to actually be a serious contender. So sure, right. if you can somehow limit, limit the punishment and, and keep these guys somehow from from getting too many miles on the tread, if you will, mm -hmm. yeah. I think that, that that's a way to go. You know, the way yeah. I say it with the running backs, though, is you know that everybody's speculating now, who's the number one, who's the number two, is Swift number one, or is Williams number two? Well, if they go with like double set backs, that, that's one. probably the way they're going to start yeah. the game. They're, they're, they're both starters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. But I don't know if they'll be there at the same well, time. It's the same thing with the, the tight might, end, double they, tight they end could. sets. We've been talking about them for 22, years, but we've never seen one for years. You go right? 22 and then and then split one of your, your running backs out into the slot. Yeah. Sure, I, I, I get it, but we've never seen it. And I know it. We've never had uh, A. Lynn as our offensive coordinator. Well, we talk, we talked, we about, talked about it with uh, Abdullah and Riddick. It's why the hell not put them both in there at the same time. I've right. been saying it for years. Exactly. Well, with with, ahead, with Swift between Swift and Williams, you know, like you mentioned it, I think a couple weeks ago, Swift is more your pass catching running back out of the backfield, and, and Williams is more your a one well, straight up general run guy. Perception, but I'm not sure if it's true. Right. Well, I, I think they're both like interchangeable. Right. Really exactly. Do. True. Really I believe do. that too. But it, it just seems weapon like, weapon wise, weapon but, wise, but, I think. Swift is going to be probably better out of the yeah, backfield. Yeah, and I think they'll. I think he'll get a lot of catches. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. They'll have that tendency. I think is what I think you're getting at. But yet they're both still effective at both things. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's great. Yeah. They can they can split the carries too, and that that would where the pounding yeah. happens. Like so I mean, if you can split those carries, carries. I'd like yeah. to see more carries. Not just well, it's going to be a, these are effective. Blocking. These are effective carries because you have such a a, a good uh, offensive line. So yeah. you know. So yeah, they're going to be breaking into that second that second tier. So if you get if you get twenty five yeah. out of those two, that's that's you know, I mean that's a lot. You know, twelve each, twelve, thirteen each. But that's okay if if you still well, have Jamar Jefferson a, mix in a third guy. getting a, a five more to yeah. take you up to thirty ish. We've said it here before. That's I another mean, thing we haven't seen. A Lynn's track record is that he likes to use three backs. Right. So I expect a third back to. But he also has a come up history of passing. So he he's not just I'm a. I'm just saying. Right. As far as the rotation goes, though. Right. He's right. even when he's a passing guy, he's still a three yeah. guy. But the pass three back yeah. passing yeah. game is not field feel passing. Not, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't try to wear out his his his, his uh, running. Back. So it's more right. the West Coast it, short so short yeah, passes. Short passes. They're not well, long passes. When the, they, they, when, the, when the inside game starts working, then your outside receivers. It doesn't matter if they're slow or fast. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna get separation because the, the defense is concentrating on the middle of the field. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Just remember yeah. that Filling you know when box. he was offensive coordinator there with the Bills, he had the number one running game. And Correct. The very next year when he became head coach at Chargers, he had the number one passing game. And it's so all very, about the you know, personnel. Aiden is very versatile.
I like Ooh, it. Yeah, I like it. Right? I think they'll use what their weapons, which is tight ends and running backs. Yes, exactly. It. Yeah. You know, because that wide receiver. I mean, you know, nobody's really talked about you know too much. You know about our number one guys, Trell Williams and and Sean uh, Perriman. You know, they're like, yeah, they're out there. You know, we're you know they're okay. You know, there's a drop here or there. There's this or that. You know, two nothing spectacular. Perriman. The guys that really for stood out this out last week. What was well no no was uh um the most besides Hawkinson. Well was Cephas. Cephas. Yeah, Cephas. Yes, Cephas correct. and Bolden. Uh, Cephas got you know, separation, he he's strong at the top of his route. That's the big thing with Cephas. And he he's always had it. He doesn't have blazing speed. No, but he creates but he, separation. But he is strong. And uh, he's and good, he's quick. Good head fakes. And yeah, hip he's fakes quick. And, yeah. yeah. He can uh, yes, he can roll Create separation. Uh, separation at the top of the routes, and he was a favorite target. He caught several. Uh, I got his numbers passes. here, Teddy. Yeah, I played them. Um, he caught the most. He caught, touchdown passes. Yeah, didn't he? he had well, maybe Hawkinson. second most. Yeah, Hawkinson and him. He had yeah. twenty catches for three hundred and forty-nine yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Average of seventeen and a half yards per catch last year. Yeah, so I mean, that was last year. Seventeen and a half yeah. yards is solid. It's solid. Very solid. Yeah, yeah, sure. and, and those, and if you remember, I, I still have a big vision in my head of him catching the Stafford pass on a crossing route in the middle of the field yep. at full speed yep. in between two or three guys and just bang, like nothing. And yeah. well, but it he's was strong. It was, yeah, his, strong it, was, it was week 17 or whatever the hell. You know? he's, uh, he, he's a the contested catch, catch king. I mean, well, that wasn't a contested catch. Well, no, but I'm saying he yeah. had a better contested catch rate than every wide receiver that was drafted before him. Gotcha. Yeah, so there were twenty guys. Right. Twenty guys yeah, drafted last before year, him, and he that did. was one of the big drafting points with him. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. He could go. He can go up and grab a ball, take it right out of your hands. Yep. It, 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 and keep get, going. They get ten more yards with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's a solid. Guy. He's, he's a bulldozer. He's slow, but yep. he's a bulldozer. Yeah, exactly. So yep. you know, we've got guys like that. You've got, uh, you know, on. Uh, uh, St. Brown. Bro, yep. Amon in, Ra. In, this, in the slot. Amon Ra. I, 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 along with Bolden. Amon Ra, St. Brown. And yeah. Raymond is, you know, so these guys are starting to, to, to show out. These are going to be some camp battles between Bolden and Raymond. Yep. They're both uh, show show off real well in the uh, return game and the slot game. So those are going to be, that's going to be a huge camp battle. I it is. Yeah. I got one more note on Cephas. Yeah, cool. uh, out of 23 targets last year, he caught 20. Okay, he had yeah. three drops last year. For a year. wide receiver, that's pretty yep. solid. He's got he's got a pretty good gift. Well, that's for not even separation. three drops. That's just targets. Doesn't yeah, have, targets. You yeah, know, my, he, you know, I mean, it was thrown at him. Twenty. Yeah, but he caught twenty-three out, or twenty out of twenty-three. Out of twenty-three targets, that's pretty high. That's damn good. You know, that's that's yeah. you know saying that out of twenty-three targets that the yeah. quarterback was even accurate twenty times. Twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, what they're building here with the offensive line is the solid run game, and that's where the wide receivers just need to be contributors, right. and yeah, exactly. you know, and they, if they can get the separation when they need to, play you know, is going to be. Freaking awesome! It, it yeah. is, and and so it's not it's not so much reliant on your wide receivers being outstanding like it was with Stafford because a lot of times that was pretty much the game was you yeah. know. Was, yeah. I yeah. think there was a stat in there something about golf and, and, and play action like like you know like he he thrived in, in 
it play yeah, action, but it works. Yeah, it also does well when he has protection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like any quarterback. Yeah. So, so let's let's okay. I'm going to call an audible here. We're at 35, yep, six yep, minutes yep, almost. Yep. Uh, let's let's. The only let's, thing let's else I the, wanted, well, I wanted to switch into defense. Oh well, bit. I was going to do a quarterback, do the quarterback cam battle, and then cut for a break, and then we'll come back to defense and everything Okay, else. okay, if you want to. Yeah, it'll give um, us a little more leeway instead of 20-minute. Okay, so. okay, from the wide receivers, you know, you're looking at, you know, the two veterans that we brought in, Perriman and, and Williams, and then Monra, uh, Ra, St. Brown, and Cephas, and then your slot guy with the battle there. So there's your five guys, and then you got possibly a six, and we've got a slew of guys in Surratt, Adams, um, and the UDFAs. Uh, another, the other kid from, from uh, another kid from Amos, Notre Dame. Amos, Amos, uh, Amos is a defense. He's a defensive back. Um, uh, and, and then, we'll get but, there, but there's like five guys there. Yeah, Adams. You're probably thinking Adams. Adams, because yeah, it was Adams uh, that beat uh, Olu Warrior in a big uh, sure, double sure. or something or something. So those. Whether or not we get the well, sixth Adams. guy at wide receiver will be whether or not one of these UDFAs or one of these young guys, um, like, oh, is it Ratliff? Um, he's been around for a couple of years. If these guys step up, you know, and, and can contribute. McKinley. Did we? Yeah, and McKinley. 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 Yeah, yeah, McKinley's another, from, another kid from Could Notre Dame that a lot of people are high on. Yep. And another yep. one of these guys that's 6'2 in that 210 range, right? 205 to 215, whatever he, got he is. plenty of praise for Dave Campbell. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But all these guys could step up and, you know, you're looking at them as, you know, maybe taking over a spot from Paramount. You know, if Paramount right. doesn't, doesn't produce. Because, yeah, uh, Jeff Risden did mention that he missed eight out of ten balls thrown his way. I mean, Paramount does oh. drop his share. That's, not, that's good. not good. No. That's not good. That's a bad sign. Even if you're the fastest guy on the team yeah. and they're looking for yeah, speed great. and all that kind it's of stuff. It's great to have but it, but you got to catch that. Yeah. Well, and that's how somebody gets an opportunity. Yep. So. I mean, you make that one spectacular catch. A game, but if the other four or five that you need don't get your first drives down, yeah. they hit you right in the hands. Yeah, we've drop, had plenty of receivers like that, that in Detroit. Well, the thing know. is, if if you can't, you practice like you pl play, right? Sure. You practice like you play under the lights. If you're not catching the ball in practice, what's? Why should anybody believe you're going to catch the ball under the lights? Yep, 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 yep. So there's so there is a little bit of a battle there on the backside, and, yeah. and we're looking at some of these UDFAs, and, and who knows what might come to the top. And then the quarterback, you said, yeah, we have a camp battle between Tim Boyle and and and, and uh, David Bob, Blau. David, David Blau. Blau, yeah, yeah. Well, are we are we going to plow through, or are we going to get boiled? You know, which is it? <laughs> I think right, that's the only reason I wanted to do quarterbacks is so I could do a, a really bad pun. Uh, so yeah, okay. I put okay. Blau over there on the practice squad. You got to have a QB there. Don't I you? actually think Blau's going to be your number two. Well, the thing but, is, Dan loves Blau, and and Blau is just solid, and he and he's been okay. Um, Boyle has been up and down, but when he has been on, he does look pretty good. He looks like, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, if he could play like that all the time. All right. You but, know, yeah, stop throwing at guys' feet I mean, he's a physical well. specimen, 6'4", right. you know, like 230. 
I mean, you know, and he's put together. Um, it's interesting. Can Blau beat out Boyle? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think he can. I'm, I'm rooting for the guy with him, yeah, though. I really am. I'm yeah, rooting for him. Sounds like it's not even close. Yeah, the, yeah, he's a, he's, he's just, a big rah-rah guy right yeah, now, too, yeah. where... where Golf is pretty quiet and not, yeah. you know, out there going. Blah, blah, blah. But if uh, and this again comes from Jeff Risden because he was at the couple yep. couple days yep. and that that it was Blau out there yipping at the receivers, sure. you know, yeah. that they need to hit this or do that. They're all being very competitive. Yeah. Yeah, and just and just a and just a final note here with the offense before we move on and take a break. Um, I do want to mention this. That that Perriman is guaranteed two million dollars, and Tim Boyle is guaranteed a million and a half. So that's where we're at with that. <laughs> Which is very cuttable. It's cuttable. cuttable. It's more dead money, but you know. But it was it's, 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 it's added incentive to keep them. Yes, you know when when you when you get a little paint scratch on your car, you're really happy. You've got insurance. And then you go, okay. oh, wait, it's just a scratch. I don't need to worry about <laughs> they got those this. So I'm not going to tell the insurance guy. <laughs> They're four boxes. Exactly. I'm not going to tell the insurance guy. Don't give away our secrets. Just tell them who we are. Oh, we are the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast at M66NDLP on Twitter. Uh, Randy's at WoodenTunes2 on Twitter. Tom is at TwitterTom on Twitter. And myself, Rich, is piss, at Pittsburgh Packers on Twitter. I, I've referred to myself as Dicky, because uh, um, that's who I am on Twitter. Is that guy Dicky? Rocky, but that Twitter. Account. Well, I'll get to Rocky in a second. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, myself, uh, it feels weird calling myself by my nickname. So I'm I'm not going to call myself my nickname anymore. I'm just going to stick with Rich. If you you know, if anyone else wants to call me Dicky, that's fine. Um, so I'm thinking yeah. about changing my call letters to I bought a Matt Nelson jersey. You, you could. You, you, you are, <laughs> what's the hip thing is a Matt Nelson season, right? Is right. Maybe S E A Z O N Matt Nelson season. Uh, and that would be your uh, your call line. Um, but Rocky, yeah, you've you are uh, on YouTube more. You've got your own YouTube channel channel. Um, yeah, with, tell us about called, it. Uh, at. Uh, Fishing tips of the Met. Yeah, I'm trying now. I'm forcing at at the start of things, but this is YouTube, right? So, fishing tips of the Met. Yeah, amongst other things, it's uh, it it started out. I I just had some fun with the YouTube channel, and I thought that I would uh, incorporate some uh, outdoor videos. And I I, uh, take my son out there, and and Joe, my son, has autism, so I take him out and we go fishing, and it makes kind of an interesting. session and he has fun he's a great kid uh and uh, I, I just i just get a lot out of doing that awesome. and also included in that i i just incorporate a lot of things in my life that i enjoy to do whether it's you know the the bands i've been in there's videos there's there's music videos of my own songs that i've written Playing and performed and, there, yeah. yeah so you know it's just a fun nice. thing uh it's not really you know where i'm trying to be something that I'm not. I'm it's just when you have just, time and yeah. you're trying to be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to be myself. Been and a little busy lately, so you haven't. Yeah, right. A lot I of have not. I have not uh, contributed videos to that uh, fishing tips of the Mitt YouTube 
page you've been uh, lost, recently. You've been lost to the world, Racky. Lost to the world. We can't find you. Racky, where are yeah, you? Yeah. But it's coming. Oh, it's coming. I'm getting ready to make a comeback. Yeah, we, we've annexed a little line here between here and Kalkaska to be honorary north of the 45th parallel members because uh, that line is between... Gaylord and Grayling, and you're just underneath it. So just a little south. We, like I've said before, we called our lawyers. <laughs> we, we, we got it together. <laughs> we put the fight print in there. Yeah. So, yeah. so well, you're, you're, so allowed. you're allowed. Well, I just I, I enjoy this here, um, being on the podcast, and uh, this, is, this is big. So, I mean, you know, just, this, this will definitely inspire me to try to do more with my YouTube channel as well and, and uh, awesome. you know, and be involved when I can with you guys too. So, it's great. All right. Thanks. Cool. Checking out Lions fans. There you go. Yeah. We'll be what, give it a, what, give it, what was it? Tip, tips? Uh, fishing tips? Uh, fishing tips of the Mitt YouTube channel. Yeah. Go. Just go to YouTube. We'll check, check it out. out. All right. And the M66 we'll right North back. Detroit Lions podcast. It's a blue right Kool-Aid tips. Hey there. We're back. It's the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. And part two here with Rocky. And, uh, yeah. So we're, we're going to get into the defense. Um, I just want to remind the viewers that uh, we are available on uh, all sorts of podcast platforms uh, with uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, Google Podcasts and uh, Spotify and uh, CastBox and Anchor.fm. And, yeah, so uh, look for us wherever you can. Uh, and like and subscribe and download and all that um, kind and of list goes advice. On, da, 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 yeah. Da. And, um, yeah, the, the M60, M66 comes from uh, the only road that travels the full length of, of the mitten from Indiana to the tip of the mitt, um, which harkens back to Rocky's Tip of the Mitt, you know, Fishing Tips of the Mitt uh, YouTube channel. So um, just to bring that back, the, 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 the full circle of the M66 and the Tip of the Mitt. And, uh, the 45th Parallel. The 45th Parallel. That is what we're all about here. So, exactly. and, and the Detroit Lions, because um, that's what we were, were talking about, and uh, that's where we ab uh, abide. So... Uh, Brandy is going to start us off with the defense. Um, which which uh, camp battle do you do you think is is defensive uh, priority here? <coughs> well, uh, actually, to put you on the spot, <laughs> put me on the spot here because I wasn't expecting you starting off me. I was going to go with Tom and Dad, but that's all right. No, I, I camp battles the defense, and I I I really haven't been paid to that close attention, but oh, it sure, seems yeah. like our linebacker group has gotten a lot better at covering the center of the field. See, that's and, a good and spot. apparently there's a, a little bit of a swagger, you know, a book star uh, defensive backfield. Uh, guys are finally starting to uh, really come around and be more relaxed in this defense. Andre Pleasant pulling his magic with these boys and uh, they, apparently they are really... Akuda and Omani Warrior. Yeah, but that's it also includes the safeties too. You know, Tracy okay. Walker, right? Walker, and, and Harris, uh, uh, what's the other? Uh, yeah, Marlow, Marlow, and all those guys. That's a big. Uh, let's, okay, so let's hunker down on the the Marlow Harris battle. Let's start there. 
on the I defense. don't think it's a battle. I think, you know. Do you? Don't you? Okay. You know, I think it's I Marlow did. and then Harris, you know. Well, I think they're going to be rotated. Yeah. Uh, and at times they're going to both be on the field at the same time, That'd right? That'd be cool, right. So which one gets the most, you know, reps? I mean, Marlow is the, is the veteran, but I think he might be more situational. Okay. I think they might lean on Harris a little bit more. I don't know. Well, it, there's no. been a lot of pressure not, on I mean, Harris. I, I don't have a lot of faith in, in it's, it's you know, a, in Harris at, right. you know, at right. this point. I, th I think a, a big theme with these battles is, well, the, the defense should be easier for these guys than last year. Well, the split safety. Decision-making will be you know, quicker because there will be fewer positional ifs and where they like, buts. They're going to play a little more zone. They're going to play where, the, where they're better better playing, you know, because Tracy Walker last year was way uh, out of yeah, sync. He it seemed like a, every year they, they Patricia tried to put uh, Walker in a different spot. The biggest thing was last year was they brought in, Quinn brought in Harmon. Right. You know, and the only place you could put Harmon was at the single high safety. Which is what So that Tracy limited Tr Tracy Walker. And so, you know, yeah, he was out of position and it was kind of because that's what the you know you didn't give him that's a chance. what the personnel dictated yeah, right he brought in someone else to be you him, know i so. mean there's some people probably disagree with me on that i'm sure but that's that's i mean that's the way it came on I mean, Harman, right. you couldn't put Harmon, like you know in the box there's only so many things that you could do with that you know and they wanted to play a lot of man it, it, you know with a single back so now they're going with a split back safety look more times, which is going to facilitate more zone, but, or just simply... Camouflage. I mean, you can, if you keep two back and you got five covering, that's seven. So you can only rush four in that scheme. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So We're down. So you can... You know, you can disguise a zone by going man and bringing one of your safeties into the man scheme, you see, yeah, kind of and rush make five. Make them think. So, and, and that's the way they'll go, and they'll mix the linebackers, which ones drop and which ones rush right. in their zone. So you'll see more zone, and you'll see more guys at the at the front of the line. But Dom Capers, you know, is the master of a five-man rush. Mm. It's, I mean, his whole scheme is based on that. And if you look at the Rams and the, and the, and the uh, Saints, um, they've tried to bring five men a lot, you know, right. in, in different ways. And I think Dom can kind of help these guys, you know, bring that, that scheme all together. So if you have five, five covering and one, you know, it's, so you can mix and match. But, yeah, I expect, you know, more zone coverage and, um, and, and see more of uh, Tracy Walker as a free safety where he can read and react. To Joker. Right? No, a free, a traditional free safety. Okay, all right. Yeah, and put Harris back in the box. Harris actually has more speed. You know, and likes to hit, but he takes bad angles. 
<laughs> so, so, so so he's better off right. as, a, as a back split safety. Okay. So that's your your three safeties right off the bat is Walker, Harris, and Marlowe. How many do you think they'll keep? Well, you well, also they, have CJ. Are you going well, to get CJ Moore in there as number forget, four? Can't forget too that Belafonte can also play that safety yeah, position. Right, he's he'll been be used mostly on the outside so far. Right, right. But he this, still can do it though. Yeah, you know? roster wise, he'll be in the cornerback numbers. I don't. You, we're going to have what four safeties, three safeties. I mean, nickel and dime sure. packages can can be a mixture of safeties and right. cornerbacks. Yeah. Sure, that's on the field, right? Yeah, I'm just. If it's in coverage, yeah, you can see a guy come in, and I mean, you know, but yeah, if you're covering, I could even see Melifonwu come in and like cover on tight ends for right? sure, and and he's going to be that, he's that size, right? Yeah, he's the biggest guy we have. I mean, and you might see him in, being developed. DB. In that way, where you see him maybe not necessarily in his uh, normal position on the outside because he's got guys ahead of him, but you can still find ways to work him in. Right. And he's a big kid. Right. I mean, he stands out. I mean, you know, he, he's a good looking kid. Yeah. And that's, again, we're nitpicking here, which is fine, but is, is he, is then, is he then a, a nickel safety as opposed to a, a safety linebacker? He's a cornerback. Cornerback, right. So he's a corner safety, nickel, but he's not a nickel. They're going to play him on the outside because a lot so of the times kind of when a, a corner nickel. Yeah, when well, a nickel guy plays you safety. You go nickel when they put a, a, a tight end in the slot? I don't right. know about you, Rocky, but I call him defensive back. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because he yeah. plays more than one, one but, position. But, but when you're when you're writing out the the, the roster, right exactly. When right. when Randy's writing out the roster in his notebook, where does he put him under the cornerback? Well, yeah. see. And, well, when you put him at cornerback, but, you, but yes. you're right that he's versatile enough to be to move around. Right, but so I, a lot of times the, I find out when if the guy's brand new to the roster, like a rookie or an undrafted free agent, they write him down as a defensive back. Because it's still these yeah. guys could probably be developed into right. to what something different than what but they play. But you don't do it that way. You don't have yes, do. Yes, oh, do, do you have DB, well, DB as a? About what, how Randy does well, I'm trying book. to clarify. I, I how take he it right sees off the, the guy on his 53 roster, right? Well, I do we're take it right about, off the official site. You know, that's right. what I'm talking about. I, okay. I take it right off the official site. Well, I'm just clarifying. <laughs> one one sentence and I get through it, you know, because because Randy's we're talking about fifty three man rosters, so you split it in half. Said, and it matter right now. How many safeties and how many corners are you keeping <laughs> when you're, you know, even at DBs, right? Starting uh, uh, stopping the run, right, and having pressure on the quarterback will greatly improve your secondary. Uh, so you know, the, I'm sure that the emphasis. With the team and your linebackers too, you oh, got to yeah. be. That's that's where it all happens, right? And so, yours. There's no way to really um, uh, sort of evaluate a safety like Walker until you have a pass rush and can stop the run, and then you can really evaluate someone uh, in the secondary that way because uh, this is the way it should be. The, right. the quarterback shouldn't have all day. And they shouldn't be able to run up the gut all the time. Nope. And I think that's where the emphasis is, and I think that's where we're headed. And hopefully also with the linebackers, too, you got to be able to plug, you know, the middle, right? And also... Yeah, the middle of the field. Gotta... Well, no, they have to be able to plug the run. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what your middle your middle linebacker is supposed to be able to do. And then after that, the outside linebackers have got to be able to cover these uh, running backs, and which that has always been a big. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an issue to try to cover a running back out of the backfield with the linebacker because they just don't match up, and you know, so the, so there you go. But if you don't have a pass rush and you can't stop the run, and now the running back can come flying out of the backfield too, and so you know, you you have to be. This is where it starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree, and that's where we're really going into with the linebackers and where we're at with these guys, and in the seven on sevens. And we're looking at how these guys are trying to cover and whatnot. The big story in camp, of course, was Tavai yeah. uh, losing 20 pounds, you know, and looking fresh, looking good. Um, and I mean, not being a speedster or, or ultra quick or anything like that, but he's lost 20 pounds, and you can see that the, the, the his footwork is better, he's moving better. I mean, he's still a 250-pound yeah. guy. Lots of praise for, uh, for that uh, wood-headed catch by Swift. Yeah, he, he was that, all over. Yeah, it. he was all so over. It was nothing he could do. It was just a great play. Yeah. That's a red zone as well, too. It's yeah, yeah. 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 that's a praise for well, from the twenties where yeah, you know, he's, he's going to get juked out of it. Uh, yeah, he's not trying to cover Swift from the fifty. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, but and that's that, a good thing, and, and I think right. that's going to be Tobias' role. There, right, is is third down goal line. A lot of goal line stuff. I don't know. You know. Well, it's it's hard to see with with I think he's just Barnes gonna, being hurt think, right now. I think, he I think didn't he's show just going to be so Barnes' much. backup. To be quite frank. <laughs> right, and that's the that's the thing. But does Barnes make it day one? Does he? You know, I want to know what Rocky thinks about Barnes. There you go. You know, I'm 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 not sure. Um, you know, this all has to kind of evolve. So you know what I mean. I, I mean, I, 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 we'll get into the the video. Uh, later that, that came out it's, uh, Inside the Den episode 3 um, about the draft picks and, yeah. and, and yeah. when uh, Barnes came into the, the picture there um, yeah. Well from the linebacker position right now everybody's got Collins and Anzalone uh, uh, basically penciled in as your veteran starters and so forth and Tavai and Barnes are the guys that you know need to set up but I think Anzalone and Collins almost play the same role um, uh, there's a multiple role. Yeah, there's a multiple role for both linebackers, yeah. off-ball linebackers, and you and you've got Collins, you've got uh, Tavai, you've got Barnes. All three of those guys can rush, as well as be off-ball linebackers. Yeah. So there's versatility there, right? And then Anzalone is more of a cover guy, <coughs> and then we have some nice. You know, UDFAs and young guys um, and that Jay we're looking at as uh, linebackers that, you know, 20 years ago they we would have called them a safety. But right now, I mean, you know. Well, I, I think right now, I, I think we're, we're sort of touching on the weakness, if oh, you will. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Of the, the defense. defense. You move in, especially when you well, move in. And, and they're, they're addressing the front line, right? And, and also, but. Then that second, you know, that second tier with the linebackers too, right. and and you can't address everything in one draft. And no, I'm sure, no. I'm sure that going no, forward, but. that that's going to be the next tier that they have to concentrate on because you know right now with the yeah. offensive line and and you know you, you need a skill wide receiver or whatever, but everything else looks good. You might need to draft your 
your quarterback, uh, your, your for the your franchise quarterback, or, or you know going forward. But you, mainly, the defense has got to be able to stop the run, get the pass rush, and the linebacking core right now uh, is is skeptical. To yeah, me. It, so it, I said I said yeah. like in an earlier podcast that. Uh, the coach on this team, the heart, Mark Dillingload is has the hardest job as coach on this team because our linebacker crew was such a dumpster fire last year. And they're just going to take a lot of flack. Well, I think his job, I think his job got a lot easier when they drafted Bart. So that I think, I think this yeah. kid is going to be phenomenal to watch and, and, and going to develop into somebody that that's just going to be on fire all he the got time. Got himself a nice toy. He did, yeah. <laughs> See, but he, well, he, his job just got easier. That's that's what I feel. I mean, even that's with Anzalone being able to cover like he does. Barnes, know? let's see, he came in the fourth round, is basically like, I mean, he's he's like an upgrade, a, a big upgrade to Tavai. Yep. You know, and Tavai went in the second round, and that's kind of how you look at the drafting. Yeah. You know, and, and you got Barnes and, later. You know, and the guys that are in the front office and understanding how these guys are going to come off the board and so forth, so forth. So, yeah, I thought Barnes was a, is a great addition, but he's a rookie. Yep. We'll see. Yep. We'll see. Yep. Um, but I think he he could be a starter I, by, by midseason, easy. Bring a, he can bring the fire. I bring guarantee him along. you. Yeah, he can. Yeah. yeah and if you put him you. and Collins next to each other. And then, you know, maybe bring in Anzalone uh, uh, on third down. Yeah. You know, types. They put Levi in there with McNeil and, uh, and well, Trey Flowers. Yeah, yeah. Levi yeah. comes in, hopefully for hand. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I mean, the roster, especially the defensive line, there's nothing we can really talk about. Uh, they didn't talk about it a lot this you know, this last week. Didn't right. see a lot didn't from the mini camp. Didn't see the defensive line. Yeah. Or the I think the real problem is just depth, right? I mean, you're going into into training camp. You're going to have injuries. Yeah, that is and the you just Absolutely. That Across is the it. Board. Yeah. yeah. You know, but some they, of these guys are going to be On paper, if you got Onzeriki in hand, okay, and, and even, even uh, 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 Cornell, um, even though they have to set out three games, Jay Shirt, there, there's yeah. the there's the the left side there, and you have uh, um, McNeil, Penasini, and Price in the center. That's decent competition right there, and then uh, you got Brockers with Williams. There's two veterans that are basically backing up that that four I spot over there on the other side, and then you're you got wings, you know, that include Flowers. Okora, Romeo Okora, Julian. Julian Okora, and and, and Harris uh, in those in those corner linebacker positions. That gives you a stout up front line. I think they're going to focus on again stopping the run, just like you know previous regimes have. You know, there's some depth. But, there's some depth there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. across the board, maybe even that's that guy called right, that's, that's two guys in, in every position. Yeah, you know, and then plus we, you know, Austin Bryant. Don't know if it, yep. you, know, you know, if this kid will ever. He's injured you know, again, isn't he? He's been I mean, held get, out yeah, for. Yeah, if he could ever get out of an ace yeah, bandage, yeah, you know. no doubt. Yep. <laughs> right. So that's kind of where we're at with the with the defense, yeah. and then talking about the cornerbacks would be the last thing. Well, I'd I'd get a little could more you, on go ahead. the linebackers and yeah uh, linemen with 
uh, Tavai, right, um, and uh, Penasini, as far as them coming from the previous regime, um, and very, uh, well, Tavai, like we said, has a lot of uh, stock put into him as a second rounder. Penasini comes in as an overproducing sixth rounder, was it? Yep. Uh, right. So um, the, I got from uh, Ryan Matthews in the POD podcast, uh, from, and he got it from PFF Detroit Line on Twitter, um, that Penasini was second most, had the second most rookie Snaps. In, interior defensive line snaps. Yep. Right, as a rookie. Yeah. Uh, second only to Derek Brown. Yeah. That we almost took in the yeah. first round. Or could have taken in yep. the first round. Could have taken, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so that's Penasini, and, and, and he's going to have to switch from two gap to one gap at defense. And then the same with Tavai. Tavai is switching from not only having lost all that weight, he's switching from a two gap to a one gap. And, and how, how does how does that affect their uh, abilities? Does it make it easier for them? Um, and then and how does that affect the pass rush? And and then you get to the cornerbacks. That's my my thing in there. And how does that make it easier for the cornerbacks? And the fact that the DBs, like we said, along with the safeties, are probably the weak link, right? So. So how does the one-gapping help our DBs? I think we'll attack more at the line of scrimmage, which will... Okay, more you blitzing, know, more stand-ups? Yeah, okay. and just in general attacking more. We will still see some two-gapping. And, and I could right, see that... Right, it's not all or nothing here. Yeah, yeah and I can right. see that, you know, like first downs when you know they're going to run. Right. Type situations. Bring the house or, or not. You know, well, I mean, two, just right? just stack the line of scrimmage. Make sure that you know, you know they, don't, they don't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, make sure it's second and long. Contain it. Yeah. And if yeah. they adjust, then you back someone off. If if your middle linebacker is calling the shots correctly and directing the traffic, it's right? not that big of a deal. No? Really, difference between two gapping and one gapping. Well, no, um, but I just mean Pen in general. And, and let me talk about Penasini for just sure. a second. Yeah. Uh, you know, with that is that everybody talks about what a quick step, he, first step he yeah. And that's what's key in a one gap. And he's also a two, good two-gap guy because he's stout, you know, and can, and can hit a guy and hold him up and, and manage both sides. Right. So, so, so he can do both. Yeah. And that's the Should beauty of it. Right. That's what he's done in the past is two gap. Yeah. Yeah. So we're only hand hit. hand was hand. like that. Hand was was talked about. And, oh, man, this guy's got a quick first step. You know, and he has such a great rookie year, you know, and he's just not really, you know, right. showing up to that. But if he can just play in a rotational role with him him and owns a rookie right now, um, and he and he can stay healthy. That's that's a nice rotation yeah, right sure there at, at that position. You know, especially when you got flowers. Up, yeah. <laughs> if you got flowers, you know, holding your holding your edge for you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I can see the defensive line as being actually pretty stout. You know. Oh, absolutely. And that that's how you help your DBs is by having a pass rush that the quarterbacks can't get out of. You know, if they're always running around like a chicken with their head cut off, running for their life. You know, how can they set up and throw the ball very well to it? To a receiver, you know, downfield. Yeah. So he's going to be looking to dump that 
dope it off. You know, yeah. so and you don't want your DBs to be running around for five seconds trying to cover. Well, that zone they won't be. You know, if it's a well, zone, even, even then you can still find holes in zone. The, the, right. the longer you have to run around, right, and, and freak. But guys using out. the zone and the way Dom Capers has done it in the past, I mean, they do a lot of zone blitzing. I mean, if somebody tries to flood the zone one way. I mean, he's he. I mean, he's allowing his guys to just come off the edge. I mean, letting his safety just run right up and 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 go for it. Right. And that yeah. quarterback better be getting that ball out pretty fast. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's getting they, he's they getting say leveled. When when the quarterback gets the ball, you go one thousand one, one thousand two. By the time you get one thousand three, that ball should be already gone. You yeah. know, yeah, that that's. You know, if you gotta yeah. hang on to it any longer than that, you're either gonna get a sack or you're running for your life. Yeah. You know? Well, the teams that are most effective are, you know, very good at being able to deliver the ball fast. We've right. seen that with Tom Brady about, and, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, even Kirk Cousins. You know. So uh, I think the only thing we got left is uh, Nickelback and special teams. Mike Ford. Okay. Mike Ford. Mike Ford. Mike Ford. Ford. He's been the big story this week. Yeah, he's exactly. my starter guy. Right? Not, not yeah. to leave the he's, best he's, for last. But he yes. starts yeah. over Cornell. I'll, co- I'll cover Nickelback. I'm sick of standing in line for. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right? And yeah, Cornell. I want to be a rock star. We've had Cornell Elder penciled <laughs> in as the, the starter for, for quite a while. Um, but really forgetting about Mark Ford. Um, Mike, Mike Ford. Mike yeah. Ford. Mike yep. Ford. No, yeah. yeah, he's been the star of the week as far as he's been up there starting at the nickelback position. Um, he's, you know, you forget Mike's what? This is his third, like his third year? Third year, or could be the start of his fourth. You know, I think he he came yeah. to us quite it a while like ago. feels like fourth, start of fourth. It, it yeah. almost could be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is a veteran guy that's got speed, he's got size. Undrafted um, free been, He's he, right. He's been around. Um, and, and always stuck with the team. And he can play special teams. He, you know, like I said, he's got, he's got speed. He can be a gunner. Um, a lot of value for the team all the way around. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and he's played most of his defensive snaps as an outside corner, but he's had a lot of the, success at nickel when he's actually Yeah, been he can move around. There. He doesn't have to be stuck yeah. to a sideline. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And the thing is, in today's game, we're seeing more and more big slot receivers, right? Right. So, yeah, and, and, yeah, and he, he just fits right in. Yeah, so that's, been, what, that's my, that's that's my guy nice. right there. I, I'd like to see this develop. Yeah. You know, Mike Ford at least is, you know, um, again, they, they always seem to, to see good talent from the back end. You know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah, that, um, and uh, Elder is, uh, I mean, there's still a veteran guy. That you can depend on, yeah. You know. Pinch. So I mean, yeah, I think we got a little bit of of, of uh, you know depth there. It's depth, still looking like Wade Ford might beat him out though. And yeah, it's yeah. Exactly. pretty awesome. Yeah, because I've been rooting for that guy ever since he showed up on this team. We got so, some undrafted free agents that that are showing up pretty good yeah. uh, in in the slot there too. I got another guy here. Let's let's talk about Bobby Price. <coughs> we have him down Back here as. Uh, as Tracy's backup, and uh, how yeah. much play time do you think he's going to get? Or well, do you that's, think he that's makes... the thing about the fourth safety, right? Right. Um, is is it C.J. Moore? That's one of the special teamers, and you know we get into Victor Bolden and Bobby and Price is, is a... Raymond, and um, yeah, there's uh, a lot of yeah, a lot of, of safeties there. Yeah. Are we going to keep four or five? 
Right. I mean, you keep know, an extra, how many uh, quarterbacks we get to keep? Keep an extra cover linebacker? Two. Quarter. Quarterbacks? Quarter. Corner. Or defense, Rich. Or right. defense. Okay, so that was that was my original question there. Yeah, safeties I mean, I and corners. What do you call a safety? And go six six quarterbacks and I, four I, safeties? I always go with six and Maybe five. Maybe five, eleven altogether. Yeah. Six yeah. and five. Yeah. So but got, if you that, have really good cover linebackers, you could swap one out for one of the linebackers. That's kind of one of the safeties, a good cover yep. linebacker for yep. a safety. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's where, so you're talking price and, and more would be your fourth and fifth safety. You got to have four, but maybe five. Yeah. So, you know, one or the other. Um, right. Well, it, it, you know, I brought up earlier that, uh, you know, um, the, the, the Belafonu could also drop back into that safety set, too, you know. There's but he'd been, still be in the cornerback number, not the right. safety he'd be, number. Right, he would probably be a quarterback, but he could drop back into that into that safety position. If the, that way, you could have more quarters on the field. You know. Right. Okay. Yeah. He, he would and be that's the more guy of a that could do dime that. package than a nickel package. Sure. Right? Sure. 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 Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. But you're gonna get him that, a dime yeah. if you can hold if you can hold him in the run. Right. right. Exactly. Which is a good way good way to ease him into the season. Because it's even less snaps when, when than, than the nickel package. The nickel package will be seventy percent, or a dime package will probably be half of the other thirty left. Right, right? but they could also they could also Maybe. be key to how many players we actually keep. You know, ten or eleven. You know, because Bellafonte you could play you know double whammy on that. So, yep. uh, So you know, yeah, yep. that could, could that could be you know instead of eleven. Keep five each. You yeah, know? and if one of your corners can slide yeah. into the safety, then yeah, it could be six and four. And now, yeah. like I said, now you get your extra linebacker. Yeah, you know because that is going to be. I mean, your linebackers, are, like you said, are sitting there with Collins and and Anzalone, um, um, uh, Barnes and right. and, and, and Tavai. Right. And then you got guys like Pittman and and Jalen Reeson. Maybe. Yeah. And, uh, and, Sh and Sean Dan Hamilton. Right, yeah. So right. these guys, yeah. I mean, can you keep more than four? And you got three guys that are talented linebackers yeah. there. You got, you know, so yeah, I could see an extra guy there. Well, you know? I think Sean, I, you know, yeah, that's going to be a, a big competition. Hamilton's been making some impressive uh, moves at camp, too. I mean, he, he, yeah. he did some, sure. Made, had some quality mentions. So, yep. yep. so good. You know they're looking for for good uh, cover linebackers right now, so we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, you want to move on to special yeah. teams? Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big big story there is is Fox, our punter, our Pro Bowl punter, is working on his holding. His holding for yeah. yeah for I kicking. mean it, it's changed. He's not he's not he he doesn't have his back towards the you know the the kicker so much. He's he's leveled off, you know, uh -huh. and got got himself more even. Um, I always thought that kind of looked kind of odd, and I didn't understand why they let him do that last year. But yeah, see, I wasn't paying attention to that. I can't, I can't really comment. Well, what, in the movie North Dallas Forty, was it the backup quarterback or was it the punter who botched the freaking snap, right. which lost the playoff game? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, so I, this isn't something that we. We want to be, you know, that was experimenting Miami. with. That was right. Miami Dolphins and Dan Marino in that one movie here. <laughs> you remember the movie uh, North uh, Dallas Forty and in yeah. the big freaking uh, right. field goal yeah. kick? Yeah. 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 But that's that's one thing about uh, 
Malbec then too. It's about Malbec. Uh, do you, do you do you want to have Malbec that. screwing up? Uh, this is hypothetical. I think uh, we got into this a little bit. Though. Yeah. Do you want them messing up in three years when it's yep. uh, time to 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 There's need a, a field goal in the playoffs? Don't right. Don't I'm not. We can do I'm next, just explaining the scenario year. that's happening with Malmax. I think Rich not because they're bringing in some competition for Malmax. What, what, what I worry so, about, I what I worry about so, is what he's working on it, right? And why is he working on it? You mean his well, hands? He still wants you to can't. Play. He, but he, he's or, the punter. Is oh, his the punter. Are, oh, it, yeah. yeah. You're, you're talking. About he's talking. You're talking yeah. about Malmax. He's trying, yeah, to, yeah, he's trying to guide transition into yeah. Mulbach. Well, yeah, right, I don't see, want to spend too much out of our yeah, box. I think, he's got to talk about Mulbach. I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be good, Ranch. Don't worry. I think they'll keep an extra long snapper on the, on the practice squad. The big story here is what do you think about our kicker? Uh, he's a holdover till till the next one, I think. It's, yeah. yeah I, I was, yeah. We've yeah. got one more OTA. If, I don't. If, I, I, you, know, you know what? He's, he's better. He's better spoiled. than. He's better than Prater at the short ones. I think we've been spoiled. And not as good as <laughs> I Prater think you're at right. the long ones. I hate long field goals. I right. hate them. Yeah, and we shouldn't be making the fifty. I think we should be going five, fifty-six four, yarders. Four, fourth down a lot more. Yep. And I think we should, you know, and when we, you know, and if it's fourth and twelve, then you know, pin pin them back. I'm not for this long. I mean, you're giving the you're giving the damn ball back practically a fifty fucking yard. Yeah, line. exactly. If, if you don't French. make it, but if you don't make it, yeah. But what's the percentage of that? You know, good. So what? What <laughs> yeah, is the good. what is the highest no, no, no. draft pick that you draft a kicker? At what? Seven. Number two, Jason Hansen. Makes point. sense. Second Makes round. sense if you're the Lions yeah. because Second you better have a good field goal kicker because you're not getting in the end zone. Right. Yeah. So I, I joke with leading seven. score for how many years? Punt, punt, punter, fifth round, fourth, fifth round, fifth round. If he, he's really, really good, but yeah, Jason Hans, I think is one of the highest ones, right? <laughs> in the second round. So, yeah. so normally it's, you could get a quality kicker in the third or fourth round. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, but some yeah, years, well, some years there aren't any. Kicker, yeah. It's not a guarantee every year. Yeah, I mean, you, know? you, you, you pick them up wherever their skill level is yeah. based. If, if need meets value, and there, there you go. Right? There so, seems yeah. to be some enough years, kickers out there that fourth, you don't need to draft one. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah. You, yeah. You, it, majority is yeah. free agent, right? Yep. And yeah. that's what we're looking at this year yeah. with uh, our, our new kicker. I yeah. forget his name, yeah. but we'll call him Kicker 2. Wordle. No, that's the long snapper. No, right. no, no. That last that's last year's long snapper. Yeah, okay. Not, not yeah. the one that has a chance to make the team uh, that we're not talking about. Uh, oh my gosh! I mean, the guy's been around, okay. And uh, but no, I hate long, long field goals, and and I like to see him go for fourth down a little bit more, or even try to pin the other team back. Um, we've got to build defense, you know. So I don't have a problem with this. Um, it was kind of odd. I don't know if anybody's got any, you know, wants to get into any of that. But it was kind of odd that we didn't keep Prater. Um, well, we, I mean, yeah, we gave up it's a, not a million money, it's dollars, not a money million thing. and yeah. a half. It's not a money thing. Yeah, it wasn't, not a cap hit. Thing. I think it was just kind of like, well, we want to, we want to just start a, something a little bit more new. Some of these guys just, yeah, we're just gonna let it go. That, that's my point oh. with with the same point with. Uh, 
don't wash diaper. Yeah. Okay. You know, why, why not just rip yeah, the band-aid, yeah, right? Instead yeah. of, in, Except know, he's good. In, in, instead of, like, saying three years, he's like, oh, shoot, I'm done. I would have right? said, I'd if, agree if, with If he's you. done in three years and, and you got a, a rookie in there, an undrafted free agent right. guy in there, in three years from now when you're trying to make the playoffs yeah, and I that's when you're yeah. all right. of a sudden... All Bant of a sudden, right. your uh, your long snapper misses a, right. a key punt, screws it up, and you miss the playoffs, or you well, lose your first playoff game. And what you could do now is start He's getting your yeah, long snapper and your kicker uh, in line now, so that doesn't happen later. Oh, Agreed. Right? Yes. And that's that's my fear is that is that if you hang on to Prater now and and well, Mulback now that you, that, that you don't work your special teamers, yeah. important yeah. special teamers. Into the mix yep, yep, now. Yep. Going forward in the rebuild. Yeah. Randy yeah. Bullock. Randy Bullock. Randy Bullock. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Right, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's a holdover too, right? Well, sure. Get these guys worked but into the mix now. But he's veteran enough and young enough yeah. to hold over through two, three years and be hopefully solid. Yeah. You know, because all you want is consistency. And for me, get me inside the 45 and a guy that consistently can hit a 40 yarder and anything in between. You know, and that's fine. Yep. I'm, I'm good with that. You know. And the other long snapper is Scott Daly. Scott Daly. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Scott Daly. Scott Daly. Daly. Yeah. yeah. At the Daly's. He's about 250, 6'2", 250, right in that range, something uh, like that. 6'2", 6'3". 6'1". Oh, 6'1". 250. Okay, yep. Yep. A little right. bit smaller version of Mule. Right. You know, but Mule... The big thing with Mule is that that was one of the stories this week. Was one of the, the practices, uh, special teams practices, um, was that um, he was the first one down to make the tackle. You know, the, the hypothetical, the first touch. On uh, oh, I know what they were doing. They were sending two guys down on a punt, and the receiver had to try to juke both guys, okay? And Mule was in on the drill with another guy. Um, most of these guys were gunners and so forth, but they had Mule in on it. And Mule, and they were talking about how, you know, these, you know, this is one of the Boldens, and both of them, uh, both and Raymond, were juking these guys out, you know, and getting, you know, getting outside or splitting them. And, um, but the, I can't remember if it was Swift or Bolden, one of them. I think it was Swift against Swift, but uh, Mule got the got the touch on it. it. Was first one down and didn't let him get outside of containment. Nice. And, and, the, and yeah, special nice. teams was Very like good. going nuts, man. Going yeah, Mule. You know? right, so guy. he can still yeah. he can still hustle down there. Right. And that's what they're looking for. Yeah. That's not my point. My point is uh, that was my. Point. I know. Yeah. yeah you exactly. Made your point. Let's I get move it. On. I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but usually you give the the other guy a chance to rebut, rebut, and make a segue, right? Okay, go yeah. ahead. This will take another twenty minutes. <laughs> so sorry, are you gonna rebut and make a segue? Yeah, in like okay. a sentence and a half, and it would have been fabulous. Go, go. But, yeah. So yeah, see, they both have the same role right now. It's like ah, they could be good now, Prater and Mulbeck. But do you want them to be bad later? Daily Mulbeck. Well, no, Daly now would be the new oh, guy. Oh, and Prater. Yeah, you're Prater. still talking about Prater. Oh no, I'm still so talking, talking about Mulbeck. Yeah, I was. I can talk about the what's two guys Prater, at what's once. What's about but, Prater? Yeah, it's because they're the same. They, I, okay. I view them in the same okay. fashion. Yep. And we, we got let one, one go, and we kept. And we Prater's not here, be it. We just may <laughs> let go of the other. Okay. So, yeah. Now, Randy, go ahead. 
Prater's not here. Stop man. laughing for a second. Go ahead. Yeah, and and Moldbach may not be here uh, so, either. But that's uh, kind of where we're at right. Right, with the mini camp. I mean, Rip you know, it was a great and, and the coaches and everything. They got big praise. Yep. You know, everything yep. was was competitive. They threw out competitive uh, little little drills. Very that, transparent you know, with the media. Yeah, it was open, and they had media in there all three days. So it was awesome. And uh, I think it's a, on a good push there. Lots so, of positive you know. notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I got, uh, before we, you know, close up here, I got one oh, couple of things. We got a lot of time again. and a lot of right, topics. We got to talk, talk about the, the video. And the kick oh, returner. Oh, you want to talk yeah. about that before I get well, into this? Skip the kick returner. We, okay. we kind of talked about Okay, that. it's Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll move on. Yeah. Okay, if you think so. Okay. Well, that's what there's, <laughs> no, it's Bolden. Bolden. All right, well, I've got famous. this podcast of the week thing I wanted to get into that we could get Rocky into the NFL stuff that he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. My, my, my podcast of the week this week is NFL Rumors and NFL Trade Rumors. Uh, it's hosted by a guy named Tom Downey, and you want to find him on Twitter, you can at What's Going Downey. Great analyzation of things going on around the league, I think, uh, and, 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 and Lions as well. Uh, he hit on a couple things uh, with going on around the league. It was like, you know, speculations of where Zach Ertz is going to go, you know, probably best place with an $8.5 million contract he's due, you know. So I was thinking, you know, everybody was wanting Zach Ertz to come to Detroit, you know, including myself, but not for that much money. Right. right. Can't afford that. No, not at all. But uh, it's. Right now, it's speculative that uh, Tennessee is the front runner for Zach Ertz. Yeah, he's a tight end anyway, right? Yeah, so exactly. We're, we, we're good at we're tight good. End. I know. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah so especially money wise. Yeah, then he brought up Jamal Adams may not be happy in Seattle. Probably asking for linebacker money instead of money he's supposed to make. You know, instead of making somewhere between. 14, 15 million, he's probably he's going to be asking for like 17, 18 million. Yeah, Xavier and Howard's kind of in the same boat, uh, asking for some money. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So another DB. He might hold out for uh, for a contract extension. Yeah. Team Which, success often, uh, you know, adds to personal ego. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> think, of, think of how much money that is, though. I mean, I, 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 it's hard for me to even fathom. Oh, you speaking. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to work for eight million, man. You, you got to give me fourteen, or I just won't even get out of bed. I got a mortgage, man. <laughs> yeah. And the, the problem is, is my Two. agent is eating a lot of that up. <laughs> so I need more, and he, he, we need more. He needs more. Well, the stuff of Gilmore ain't making anybody. He, he is holding out, and no, he was fine. One. Over ninety-three thousand dollars for missing mini camps, but he's also coming off an injury with a partial tear on something. But uh, but he's looking for a big contract, and I don't know if he's going to get it. That's what he's with the Pats, you know, New England. So yeah, right, that's their big news. Over yeah, no, so uh, it, it's something that I. I'm oh, sorry, Rich. Go oh, ahead. one thing on Jamal Adams is he also is having an excused absence due to some family issue. I believe. As well, so no, right so he's not there, but yeah, there's probably still some contractual things going on as well. Yeah, you know, you're, you're more into the the stuff that's going around the league than what Tom and I are here. But you should be the one doing all of this stuff, because but uh, no, that fit right into some notes that I had. So yeah, oh yeah. right on. Yeah, uh, yeah. He also mentioned Golden Tate. 
possibly replacing Julio, but to play the slot. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Right. So there's a possible rumor there. You know, like, right. I, I like that. Pitts I bet think that plays out well. Right. And you're going to need a third receiver. Yeah, he's got Ridley on one side. Did the rookie on the other? Did yeah. or the other guy? Whatever the other guy is. But, uh, well, uh, it's Pitt. Pitts is a tight end that they've got. Uh, mm -hmm. I forget who their uh, other receiver is over there. I keep thinking of Mooney, but that's uh, Chicago. Yeah, I, I I heard it a couple of times. I even backed up. You hear it again, and I didn't write it down. So it's like, I don't care. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good rumor. I, I think Golden Tate, he may have another year left in him. I mean, sure. yeah, easily. Yeah. 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 And he could end up in a one year deal. He could you know, have just stayed in Detroit. That's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's another podcast. Well, remaining in the North, uh, Kirk Cousins, you know, is turning 33. And next year is a cap hit of forty-five billion dollars. Mm -hmm. That Very is good. fully guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, you know what this guy's saying is, you know, don't look for Kirk unless he has an outstanding year this year. Don't look for him to come back next year because they will probably eat that money and do a total rebuild like what Detroit's doing. There's a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. It. With all that in mind, Rocky, we're going to pass this off to you. Some, on the schedule situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got stuff going on with the schedule. All right, all right well, I just want to kind of reflect on uh, his, my experience. History. Yeah, yeah. The history of the schedule and, and its effect Yeah, it's, so when you, when you go lives. back in time, right, and it was seldom that the Detroit Lions ever made the playoffs. And, there was, uh, and, and when they did, uh, they were usually a wild card. And so, uh, the, the first time I, I remember, you know, I was well, delivering mail. It was a Saturday, and they always would get the, the wild card game, and it would always be on, at, on Saturday at 1 o'clock if, if they finally made the playoffs. So I remember uh, in my job, you know, I had to go house to house delivering things. And when I did, I would actually caught myself looking through somebody's window at the screen to try to see what the score was. Going out of so finally the league decided, okay, we're going to we're we are going to move, you know, the wild card game the Saturday four till till Saturday. four th like 30. Right. And then right? then <laughs> one o'clock Sunday. And it made so much sense, but it took so long for them to get that clue. Right. So there's also uh, the issue of the, the uh, Thanksgiving Day games. Okay. So remember back when uh, there was a time when they were the league was trying to uh, get the uh, uh, Thursday game, like the Thanksgiving Day game, away from the Lions right. because the Lions were always so horrible. <laughs> so William Clay Ford, you know, he stood up and said, "Hey, you know." This is tradition. It's always been our game. So finally the league, you know, they already had the Dallas game, right, the 430 game. And finally the league said, okay, we can't get that from Detroit because they're, they're, they're claiming, they're, you know, the Lions are claiming tradition. Yep. All right, we got to go with that. There's no, we can't. So they finally came with the 8 o'clock game or the, or the night game. Mm -hmm. All right. So or the 4 well, was 430 yeah, so on three Thanksgiving. Games. Three games. Yeah, the, the night game. 
You know, and, and yeah, that made sense. I was like, I, I gave him credit. I was like, okay, somebody figured out we can't get the Lions game away, so we can have a better game at night. You yeah, know, but the thing is, they, Thursday night game. But they they don't have as many viewers as they do at the twelve thirty game on Thanksgiving Day, and they would love to get it away from Detroit. But <laughs> uh, you know, as, as back then, and and as Lions fans, we would just love to see the Lions be respectable on Thanksgiving yeah. Day. Yeah, once in a yeah. while, exactly. Uh, more than that. Yeah, I know. I'll you know, take once in a while and then repeat it. Right. I think yeah, the last time we won a Thanksgiving Day, Joe Hirton was a quarterback. <laughs> so we, we got we got to improve there because that's Oops. like the that is like the Super Bowl, right? Without being a contender. It is. Yeah. It is. So the Lions already have their own Super Bowl already ingrained into their schedule, and and you can understand why the NFL was like, well, we got to try to shuffle them out, and then when. We Who's went to the league. When, when we went to the NFL, right? Um, Martha, uh, you know, she goes to the league and tries to get help. And what do they do? You know, it seems to me like they don't ever really care if the Lions are going to be good right, or not. Right, right, right. Going forward, yeah, they're, they're quite right? happy with us being where we are. Yeah. You know, so what is it? You know, we're going to just take this prime time, like your Super Bowl, away from you, or we're going to help you get better. And then when they had the chance, they couldn't do it. They didn't help us get better. And that's that's a rant on my part, but that's that's a black guy on the NFL. Why did why couldn't you help the Lions get better when they ask you to? Yeah, they, they hired yeah. Ernie, of course, you did, to, to try and oh, man, right. turn So we, we go into a five-year deal. Like, well, I got right? this guy, Quinn, here you go. Yeah, and, no, and that's... No, yeah, Thirty he only, interviews, or he only did now, three you know. interviews. So, know? so here yeah. we are, here we are, you know. And now we have to go through a whole new regime, and the optimism is there. But I really think that the league has finally kind of heard the Detroit fan base, and they maybe finally want to try to make that work. So yeah. we'll see as we go. Detroit, yeah, I, I think Sheila's been, uh, you know. A Big push on that. Uh, it's just been a breath of fresh air. Yep. How she's handled, you know, her own business. Yeah. Uh, how, she, how she, she brought a in history the, of hiring good people. Absolutely. It's Detroit versus everybody, baby. That's it, right there. Detroit so, versus everybody. So I want to touch on the on the network broadcast too, as well. And we're going to talk about um, when when we're going to be doing these overseas right so they we go to england we're gonna go we go to uh mexico, mexico possibly canada you mentioned rich you mentioned um, another country germany. germany so what they're doing here and it's interesting is with the time change right so if you notice with these these broadcasts from england they have that 9 30 in the morning start so which what that does for the nfl is it really just like ties up all of sunday Sure. Yeah. Right. It gives you prime time starting at nine thirty in the morning till eleven thirty or, or or even midnight at night. And, and I do. I love that nine thirty game. I really. And do. you got to understand yeah. the the big money that's involved with this yeah. behind brand. The, you know it's Worldwide. the huge brand brand rather and and it's it's a it's a great strategy. I just I got to give them a lot of credit yeah, for their marketing and it, you know they they figured all this out including the playoffs like I alluded to earlier. Yep. Right. And the, the 18th game now is going to start allowing every team to have an extra game somewhere. And every year. So that's going to increase the, the amount. Week, that, the, the 18th week allows that. Yeah, that's going to increase the amount of, of foreign city games. Especially if they go back to an you know, even schedule where they, they go to 19 weeks and 18 games, which could happen in the next 
five, six years, right? Yeah, and, who knows? Right, and, especially if they expand. Yeah. Yeah, right nice, on. And nice. speaking of yep. England, you know, let me give a shout out to my buddy on Twitter there, uh, Dark Lion. Dark Lion. Yeah, he's from England. Just Twitter. There and uh, hey, buddy, we ain't talked in a while, but nice. a little shout out to you there. So yeah, so this year uh, we're not going to be playing out there, um, but we will be having a, a decent schedule here in you know normal. Uh, normal times, just one more game this year. Um, but there will be games and, uh, by other teams starting yeah. early in the morning. Yeah, at nine thirty. No there you go. Right. There, no there's no. probably be will be more. I, I, you know, usually it's about four foreign games. Yeah. Okay. Well, we that will increase. This year. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. Okay. All right. Are we getting? Yeah. Let's get Who into wins the, video the NFC North if Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback in Green Bay? Uh, Chicago. Oh, jeez. I don't think so. I wouldn't give it to Chicago. Uh, maybe Minnesota. But Green Bay would still be tough. They still have a good offensive line, uh, decent defense. Yeah, good defense. Yeah. Yeah. But inexperienced at quarterback without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see. I mean, their running back has a history of injuries. Um, you know, they got to get through the whole season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, they've Detroit. had a couple of years of good run, yeah. you know. It's too bad they didn't give Rodgers, you know, anything yeah. to... I'll it, take the know. Detroit Lions. Good for you. Yeah. Good for <laughs> you. Go, Rocky. At, <laughs> well, that really eight, eight and nine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nine and eight. Well, that, that kind of relates back earlier when I was talking about that guy that you know rated our split, offensive split with lines the Bears and the Vikings. Door, you know, and, so. Yeah, take the tiebreakers and all that. Yeah, that's all right. It, it, yeah, just uh, he had uh, Green Bay rated with the number one offense in the door, and he had Detroit at number two. And it's just because Big V is basically, you know, was playing hurt all year, so he still really isn't proven there yet. And then Panay Sewell, being a rookie, yep. playing the left side his whole career, well, not his whole career, but and now. Collegiate career. Collegiate yeah, collegiate career. career, career. And now he's coming to the NFL level, and he's going to start at right tackle. So that's a little tougher to do. So, But it should be, he says he's going to take a little developing on his part, but he should get it, I think. The big key here is going to be mm. Big V. I yep. mean, if yeah. he's healthy and he can move in and, and play that guard position at, at, at a fairly high level, when you got Frank in the middle and, and these guys out on the corners, Jonah hopefully taking a you know a, a, another yeah, step. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't year. take any shots at the offensive line. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, if, if I was if I was like, hey, yeah, um, they're they're gonna be good. Yeah, they are. I'd be picking on someone else. There's anybody I could pick out of that line. It'd probably be Stedberg. I, I really don't even see him making back well, that's the thing. Yeah, he's yeah, not. Yeah, he only got a few special teams since yeah. last year. I I don't expect to see him. There has been some surprising money. Uh, you know, uh, being placed on the Lions, you know, as the underdog. So whether I mean, it's, yeah, it could whether or not right. it's uh, the over/under, you know, yeah. where they're oh, yeah. they're they are like at a, a a five win, you know, if six wins over five, you win if you pick the over. Yep. But there's been there's been uh, money that's been uh, you know been placed on the Lions right. and in in. All the other, you know, sort of scenarios. Right. So. Five, That's the thing. five wins is reasonable, right? Considering what they're going through. 
but and anything yeah, else is, I mean, is, you know, if you believe in them, you, yeah, you can easily you can take easily. the over. Yeah. Right? Though even even if Aaron Rodgers... Little Rogers, money gets you a lot. Oh, regardless. Even if Rodgers does come back to Green Bay, I still think yeah, it, you don't, you can't win with a disgruntled quarterback. I mean, they really <laughs> yeah. do. It did last year. Well, yeah, but still. Yeah, exactly. they, and, you know, you're going to do it two years in a row. I just yeah, my yeah, my will. feeling is he he'll will not be grow. there. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think yeah, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna, gonna move him. No, I think they're gonna move him. Yeah, he'll be there. Well, if they don't, he's gonna sit out. So <laughs> that's good. So so now we, Rich says he'll yeah, be there. He'll be there. Tom? No, I don't think so. I don't either. I think no. they're gonna move okay. him. So so one thing we wanted to touch on was uh, uh, the inside the den. Um, Episode three for this season. Yeah, um, we'll a little shout out. That was awesome. Great yeah. video. And we we touched on uh, uh, Tori Petri leaving the, the the social media department. Uh, sad day. And Very sad. I think this video kind of portrayed the new push or new vision for the social media, where there's not a host. It, 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 this whole 37 minute right it's it's where they're at right now it's, for now yeah uh, I don't know if there will be you know, I mean there will be for, for shows and other things but this yep. was this was all just coach GM Lions yep. uh, guys and pre-draft well, Dan Campbell they, he's the front man yeah the one he's thing I want to make sure we, we touch on is they did uh, Sheila Ford and how uh, Sheila Hampford and how she uh was like when it came to uh, the Sheila McNeil Ford. Sheila Fordham. Thank you. It's late in the podcast, but um, uh, she she mentioned the fact that uh, when we were talking about, or were they were talking about uh, taking Aline McNeil in the second round, and, and she round. said third round. Thank you. Uh, she said something to the effect of, "Don't you guys need a wide receiver?" Yeah. What are we gonna do if we don't get a wide receiver in the draft? Right. And he said, oh, well, we got this USC kid we're waiting on. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. going to be able to get. Yeah, we got the USC kid this whole. In know, the fourth round, we didn't have to burn any of this our was, higher this picks. Was, this was yeah. the day before and a whole they round didn't have to before. Move up. Yep. They, they took him and he's like, yeah, we got this guy over here. You know, day you got these guys. Yeah. But this is our, you know, he's our best nose tackle right here. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and John know, Dorsey and was, and was holding. was just like, you know. Uh, uh, Brad Holmes back, holding him back from trading out picks and making yep. moves. Like, just be patient. Yeah, wait, you know, let him come. This is good. Yeah, this is good. This is going to be good. Dorsey was pretty cool. Yeah, Dorsey yeah, he, was actually great. Yeah. If you ask me, he's the guy that the the league has basically kind of put in place for us to finally yeah, yeah, get our yeah. dues. He's, yeah, he's he's the he's the yeah. veteran leader that can help it all, yeah. all come together. Um, he. Um, yeah, he he plays an in, a very interesting role and a great role. Um, he really identifies, and he knows when to say, "Yep, I'm right behind you." And yeah, maybe we should double. You know, yeah, let's talk this you know, over let's a talk little this bit. Over. Yeah. So he is a great balancing act there. And, and the last, I think, the last two places he's been the last two years as, as a senior uh, assistant. Um, and, you know, he just did one year stints. I'm going to boldly say. This guy might stick around for a while. I hope so because good, it's to I me. Like that is a bold. That's prediction. a great. I'd like that too. When you do the parallel for the NHL, okay, so <laughs> we can't we can't have Bill Belichick. You know, he's not going to go from city to city bringing Super Bowls. 
like Scotty Bowman did in hockey. Mm. Scotty Bowman went from the Montreal Canadiens to the Pittsburgh Penguins to the Red Wings and then to Chicago Blackhawks. We don't have that in the NFL. They're they're kinda like they, they hog they're hogging the talent. And and that's what kinda what needs to happen where you need to kinda spread it out to have more success. Uh you know yep. and I John, think that's that John Dorsey may be that guy. He, and and we're due. And we and the down. and the Detroit Lions are due. Yeah. And once you make if, if they have made these key moves in this draft, and that's gonna boost Dan Campbell's cred, right? If if these guys succeed, and Absolutely. that's gonna help bring in a the whole organization. Yeah, and they're gonna spend more money in free agency next year. So and I hope he's the guy. But let me just say, NHL, okay, uh, it's gonna be the Las Vegas. Golden Knights are oh, going to win the well, Cup. Well, I, I kind of like the, the Seattle Kraken. So. They're not they're not in the playoffs right now. No, they they start next they're year. They're my, my future. The Kraken. Yeah, yeah, so for the Cup right now, yeah. uh, for my money, uh, that series that they had, um, that was a, a hell of a series with Colorado, they're going to win the Cup. All right. Vegas, Golden Knights. There you go. From the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast, we got Rocky at the... Fishing Tips of the Mitt on YouTube. Randy at Wooden Tunes 2. Tom at Twitter, at Twitter Tom. And myself at Pisspore Packers. Uh, good luck here. Uh, we're going to take a break next week, and we'll be back after that. Yeah, thank everybody, though. Until then, watch for deer. Yeah, uh, yeah watch for deer. Thank you. Uh, Go Lions yeah, and Go Lions. one pride. Go Lions. Go Lions.